Dr. Miller, why are you cradling that melon? Brendan, you're dreaming. I know. You're literally dreaming. I know. I'm dreaming of not having to do any of this shit myself. All this work, all this figuring no, out. that's not it. I'm a dream figure. <laughs> you're real, Dr. Miller. I, I'm real, yes. But in this case, I'm actually just a dream figure. You're dreaming. What am I dreaming of? You're dreaming that you can see. That you literally have eyesight. Do I not normally? No. Normally you're blind. Shit. And you're dreaming that you can hear. You're deaf in real life. Fuck, really? And you're dreaming that you have feeling below the waist. And that you can use your legs and your feet. That you can get it up and have sex. I can't have sex? You can't see. You can't hear. You can't walk. You can't have sex. So do it all now while you're dreaming. How do I stay asleep in that case? I don't want to wake up deaf, blind, and no legs. How do I keep from waking up? I don't know. I'm just a dream figure, and that's why I'm dressed like a cowboy. How do your legs feel? I... they feel... What the fuck? I'm awake. That was just a dream. I can see. I can hear. I can feel my legs. And my dick. I can feel my dick. I don't know how I'm going to get back to sleep after that. I guess I'll listen to a little radio. Welcome back to Night Visions. Tonight, we're talking with Dr. Messerschmidt of the Christner Institute. He's talking about his new book, Lights of Love, a vision of a potential future for humankind. This is a very strange book, Dr. Messerschmidt. What is the fundamental issue here? The fundamental issue, as I conceive it, is what choice are we going to make in our minds, personally, as well as collectively, about the future of humanity? Dr. Messerschmidt, what fundamentally is the dichotomy of choice that we have? At this point, the world has been filled up. Filled up with light and filled up with darkness. What do you mean? These are forces. I guess you would call them psychic forces. But then, what does that mean? But these are forces, light and darkness, and they come from outside of the physical plane, and they enter the world through the human mind, in a state of vulnerability, induced in various ways. What ways, Doctor? Through hypnosis, or psychedelics, or chanting, or something like that. Other ways, too. But when the human mind is unguarded, that is when the forces come in. The forces of darkness and the forces of light. What is the nature of these forces? Very good question. We know, for example, through my own research, that the forces have their own separate and opposite agendas for humanity. And you see these agendas being played out in the realm of technology, in the realm of psychology, and in spirit, 
spirit? Yes, spirit. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, I better get some sleep. I have a performance to rehearse in the morning. All right. Quiet down. Quiet down. That was a decent rehearsal. Decent. But I have yet to see you comprehend and thus convey the full force and weight of what we're doing here. Of what we're saying here. About humanity. About unity. Unity of movement. But also unity of purpose purpose, the higher purpose to which we as a group are called. It might surprise everyone here to realize that we aren't here by coincidence, by chance, or simply because we're performers and we have a performance to perform. We're here because we are called. Called by forces we cannot comprehend that have conspired to put us together so we can make this art. Think of it. Think of all the circumstances that brought us all together here in this city, in a city in the middle of a desert. Think of all the tools that allow us to be here. Refrigeration, air conditioning, automobiles, wells, dams, man-made lakes. And think of all the circumstances that had to happen to make those available to us so we could all come together here today. Think of all the people that had to work to make that happen. And all the resources that they had to have at their disposal. When we link our arms together to move, think of the auto world in Detroit. Black, most likely. Detroit's what? 80% black? When you move, think of the black man that made your car. You're the black man that made your car. When we link arms to form a symbol like the swastika, which is a pagan religious symbol, by the way. Um, Brendan, uh, really rousing speech, but I have to go pick up my grandmother from church. All right. Dismissed for now. But consider what I'm telling you. Hey, Brendan, can I talk to you for a second? Certainly, Carmen. I've been very impressed with your effort, by the way. Oh, thank you. The way you move, you're like a European sports car on the racetrack. A high-performance vehicle slinking around. Have you figured out a venue for where we're actually going to put this performance on? (sighs) I haven't gotten that far. My thought is, I'm being called here. The venue will appear... When the time is right. 
Maybe the time is right, right now. What do you mean? I know someone. He runs a gallery that sometimes has performances. It's called the Massacon Gallery. You should talk to him. Here's his card. The Massacon Gallery. Dedicated to our own suffering. I think you'll find he's very receptive to what you're trying to do. Do you have a sense of what I'm trying to do? I sense you're exploring something still. You're absolutely right. I've received the message. I can't exactly explain, but the message is essentially we have to get back in touch with our humanity. I sense you're receptive to messages. Maybe. What else do you sense? That you're receptive to mystery. Mystery? You believe that in mystery is the divine reality underlying everything else. And by engaging with mystery, you're in spiritual communication with the divine. What else do you sense? That you've not yet broken through not yet giving up something you need to give up not fully committed to something to which you need to commit what do you mean something's holding you back what is it you're attached to someone too attached no no i'm unattached at the moment an ex-wife i've never married a father figure my father and I, we... A mother figure, perhaps? No, my, my mother is a... The trees. The wind. What? I see a, a village. You're just a boy. I grew up in a mid-sized college town. Your mother's running from your house. Your father, he's hit her. He's never hit anyone in his life. She's crying. This doesn't make sense. She's had a, a miscarriage. This never took place. I see. You're crying too. You're just a little boy. You don't understand everything. But you understand that you've lost something. A sister. A sister you desperately wanted. Brendan, you're holding on to the sister that you never had. This doesn't sound right. Trust me, Brendan. Your whole soul is crying out for a, a sister. Find her. Find her in the ether. Find her in the air. Let her complete you. And then you can commit. Commit to what? Your primary spiritual aim. Which is what? The mystery, Brendan. Which mystery are we talking about here again? Look. I have to go. Contact my friend at the gallery. He'll be receptive to what you're trying to do. Okay, I will. Say, would you want to, uh... I, I have a boyfriend. Oh. Okay. Brendan! Sam! Who was that you were just talking to? One of my performers. Your performers? Yes, for my performance. Your performance? 
let's I feel like we need to catch up. Okay, great. Yes. I'll call you. But first I have to go to a meet with this gallery owner at this place called the Massacon Gallery. Ever heard of it? Hey brother. Welcome to Massacon Gallery. You just checking things out or what? Actually, I'm an artist. Right on. A performance artist, actually. Performance art. Such a thriving and vital medium, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, And one of my performers, Carmen, she told me about your gallery. I don't think I know any Carmens. She said you'd be receptive to my uh, thing. Your thing. Well, the thing we're doing here, it's a whole thing. And the essence of it, you're going to struggle getting down to the essence of it if you aren't in it. You haven't been around this scene for long, I'm guessing. I'm I'm not a part of any scene, to be honest with you. I can tell. But I'd love to be. I'd love to get in here on your scene. What we're doing here, it's ultra-political. This is an ultra-political scene. Revolutionary. Fucking counter-reactionary. Reactionary and how fucking counter-reactionary it is. This is essential fucking reactionary, counter-reactionary praxis. I absolutely sense that. You do? A hundred percent. In fact, I really connect with the slogan on your card. Our card? Yeah, here. Huh. Is your slogan not dedicated to our own suffering? It is, but I never did get around to printing any business cards. This must be like a bootleg or something. I really connect with that slogan, because I'm dedicated to suffering. Suffering big. I think suffering is an essential part of being human, you know? Right on. Yeah, this place is all about suffering. Check out this piece over here, man. This guy brought this gas pump all the way back from Venezuela. You ever been there, Venezuela? Uh, My mom's half Mexican. Then you know what I'm talking about. And he brought this gas pump and he decontextualized the fuck out of it. Yeah, it's hard to imagine there being any context to this at all. Right? I mean, I look at this fucking thing, and for a minute, I have a hard time imagining context of any kind ever existed. Yeah, I mean, context is... I mean, my performance is totally lacking in context. It's more about how we... Look, man, we gotta do something for First Friday. So why don't you just show up then and put on the performance? We need more Latino shit anyway. You don't want to hear... Nah, buddy, I'm good. Just show up a few minutes early to go set up and perform away. It's not reactionary, right? I don't think so. Perfect. Hey, brother, can I use your phone? Yeah, man. It's on the wall over there.
Hello? Hey, Sam, it's Brendan. I'm down at this gallery, and they're going to let me put on my performance here. First Friday of next month. Brendan, I don't know what you're talking about. Performance? Yeah, man. Look, remember when you pulled me out of the isolation chamber at Dr. Miller's? I was having a vision then. Of an ex-girlfriend, right? Yes. And my vision, she like died. And it felt super real and sad. I have the sense. I have the sense that she might actually be dead. It's tragic. But before she died, she said I was being called. Being called to what? She didn't say. Only that I have to save humanity. You? Yeah, brother. Me. From what? Well, that's just it. It it isn't clear. But I went back in the isolation chamber again. God damn it, Brendan. What the fuck did you do that for? You know Dr. Miller's a goddamn psycho. They're all psychos. The whole psychiatry, medical, industrial complex. They want to mess with your mind, Brendan. They want to fuck you up. That is their M.O. Sam, look, look, maybe so, but I think it's deeper than that. You ever heard of The Nameless? The Nameless? Dude, is that a fucking band? It's something, I I don't know. I went back in the chamber looking to hook back up with this woman. (laughs) Ah, oh, that so-called angelic vision you had? Exactly. But instead, first, I met this dolphin man. Dolphin man? Yeah. And he introduced me to this 19th century guy. What the fuck? And these guys were stuck in the chamber. And I think it has something to do with the nameless. Because my angelic vision came back and she said she was nameless. And she was trying to get me to give up my body and my name and join her. Brendan, you're losing your goddamn mind. And it's because of that quack Miller. It's bigger than Miller, Sam. But I remember what my ex-girlfriend told me before she died. So, I'm putting on this performance. Bodies linking arms. Moving chaotically against each other. But then with each other. To form symbols. Like a swastika. A pagan religious symbol. Precisely. And a star of David. And a cross. And like an eye of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That actually sounds pretty good. Um, I'm not going to lie. And this gallery is letting me put it on. Man. Look, Brendan, I... I'm sorry. I'm glad you're being creative again or whatever. But what you have just told me... I I think you're losing it. Sam, I think I'm finally gaining it, brother. As long as I can resist giving in to the nameless, if I can stay ahead of them, identify them. The nameless can't possibly be real. Do you hear yourself? You're calling me brother every other word all of a sudden? Who are you? Miller's changing you. Don't go back to Miller's. Hey, man, are you going to use the phone all day? Look, Sam, 
I gotta run. Oh, I'm sorry. Look. But check out my performance. It's at the Massacon Gallery, the first Friday of the month. That's two weeks from today. I hope you're there. Brendan. Brendan, wait. Oh, man. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. 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 I'm losing Brendan. I mean, Brendan's losing it. Losing it to Miller. It's Miller. He's sinister. Like all the rest of them. The doctors, the psychiatrists, the psychologists, the psychoanalysts. It's a straight fucking line from Freud to Kevorkian. They all want to warp our minds and fuck us in the ass, probably. But there's something especially up with Miller, and I'm going to find out what it is. And I'm going to say Brendan. Can't let Brendan go down that rabbit hole. Getting into performance art? I know it's a thriving, vital medium, but that's not like him. He needs to feel the ground beneath his feet. And I, I'm going to ground him. I'm his best friend, after all. I have his best interests in mind. Certainly, I could get him medical help, but that that's just it. The medical establishment is so fucked. They'd only screw with him more. The only remedy is to expose the whole fucking thing. To expose Miller. I'm going down to the medical board. I'm going to investigate Miller, expose him for the sadist that he is, blow the lid off this whole fucking thing.
la 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 la